Mind Fudgers, and welcome to episode 12 of the Mind Fudge Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Corbett, and as always, I am here with... Andy, Just Princess Sophia. There you there go. go. Yeah. You're always going to be a princess. I know. We actually went to uh, eat Mexican food for lunch, and uh, there's a, a dish called the La Princesa, and I was so <laughs> disappointed when he didn't order it. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't enough food. Yeah. We also have, of course... George Tripsis. The, the laughing voice from a moment ago. <laughs> How you guys doing? Doing good, man. Good. How are you? I'm pretty good. Pretty good. It's been a long week. Has it? Very busy. Yes. Super busy. Super busy. Mm-hmm. Busy with the comic book? Busy with the comic book. Busy with my other writing. Busy with uh, editing podcasts. Man, Just... you need to stop doing so much. No, nah, I'm kind of a workaholic. I'm okay with it, though. <laughs> That's the best type of holic. Yes. Uh, let's see. This week's theme is comic books, and this one was chosen by Andy. Yay, me. Which... This really should have been a theme that I picked, but <laughs> why did you choose comic books, Andy? Uh, well, because comic books have been coming up more in my life. Apparently, I know people who have made comic books, and also I started reading Transmetropolitan again. It's always a good read or something. I, I don't think I've ever read that. Oh, it's a classic. You need well, to. Spider Jerusalem. Yeah. Who I brought up last week. Yeah, I'm aware. A week ago. It's, it's one of those uh, like Hallmark comics, like one of those like must-read, kind of like Watchmen. You know, okay. Something you need to read at least one time. Yeah, it's especially given The Beast. Yeah. The yeah. Beast. Well, let's get right into it. Comic books. What's your favorite comic book, Andy? Uh, well, I mean, Transmetropolitan, I've read like five times the entire run, so. Okay. Uh, other than that, Sandman and uh, Preacher, both really good. Preacher's excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sandman, I've... It's hard for me to get into Sandman. I, I like a lot of gaming stuff, but I, I've never read everything, so... I don't know. I feel like there's a lot more to that world, and I just haven't explored it as much as I should have. I set it down, and I pick it up, and I can't tell if I've picked up a different book or if I just don't understand. It it all kind of seems the same, doesn't it? And yet, incredibly different. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, Preacher's got a TV show? Yeah. Yeah. You never never watched the TV show? Come on, guys. Come on. (laughs) Add it to the list. What about you, George? What is your favorite comic of all time? Man, that is a loaded question. Because there are so many comic books that I would say these are my favorite. Uh, I can tell you the comics that I've read the most over and over. Okay. Uh, Why the Last Man. Excellent. Uh, the Watchmen. Uh, League with Shorty O'Jomen, Volume 1. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Dark Knight Returns. All of those are great choices. Yeah, those are uh, probably like my my the list that I know I've read more than three times. Like I love Why the Last Man. It's literally one of my really, favorite. Really, really good. Um, if you had asked me five years ago, I would have said Walking Dead, like deserved a spot in like my my favorite <laughs> comics of the all TV time. Show? Before the TV show, or before it became what it is now, right? Um, I I loved that comic series. It kind of went off the rails a little bit in the last couple of years, and the TV show has really been detrimental to it. I think, uh, but fuck, it was so good in the beginning. Uh, I stopped reading Walking Dead around issue one ten, mm-hmm. like in the one hundred yeah. areas when I was like, all right, it's kind of getting repetitive. There's a lot of stuff that I love in comics. Um, I used to do a show all about comics where we read everything every week that came out. As far as like superheroes, I, I love Deadpool. I always have, right. uh, but he's not even my favorite character. You know, most of the time, like I like Anti- Bullseye. I like Bullseye. I like Taskmaster. We talked about that a little bit on the episode that Craig was on. Uh, it's really hard for me to pick a specific run of anything. Like I, I love Saga. Like That's the, a great run. More, more recent stuff that yeah. I, I really, really enjoy. Uh, Paper Girls is really good. Um, there's there's so many good comics. I haven't out there. read Paper Girls yet. My my favorite issue of any comic ever is Deadpool 27. Wow, you know uh, a specific. Issue? I know a specific issue because it's uh Doctor Bong has Deadpool 
on his island and he's trying to brainwash him to like stop wanting to fight people. He's like going through therapy. And Deadpool's <laughs> Deadpool's like, I really just want to stop fighting people. And he's like, well, the best way to do it is to get it out of your system. And he's like, you need to find an equal opponent, somebody that you can't really hurt and make them fight you and, and get it out of your system. And he's like, okay. So he tracks down Wolverine <laughs> and he just keeps badgering him until finally Wolverine's like, fuck it. <laughs> and he like kills him. Um, but they're like in a shopping mall, which is what makes it so funny because Kitty <laughs> prides with him and Deadpool's like saying all this ridiculous, like, insults to her insults to him and Wolverine's just like stupid Deadpool leave me alone leave me alone and finally Deadpool realizes nothing else is going to work he's going to have to like pull something out of the hat rip his head off and he sure you can kitty pride over the banister <laughs> <laughs> and then Wolverine's like okay bitch <laughs> let's go <laughs> Um, it's really funny. It's one of my favorite comics of all time. I love that book so much. I don't think I have a specific issue that's my favorite. I have a specific issue that's important to me and it's signed. What's that? Uh, it's Ninja Turtles issue number two. Oh, yeah. Kevin Eastman. Very yeah, cool. it's a, the, it's the first run that I owned and I bought it by accident. So there you go. That's, <laughs> it's an issue that's important to me. Uh, I wouldn't say it's the best or anything, but it's important to me. Actually thinking about it now, uh, I probably could say with, definitiveness what my favorite run of a series is um rick remender's uncanny x-force okay uh it's it's a, a different team it's phantom x deadpool psylocke archangel wolverine uh but it's really a very human story it's about how they interact with each other and how they have to deal with their powers and like how little people trust deadpool and like it's really <laughs> it's really kind of reflective like it's it's a lot of it's told from his perspective about being the outsider even among this group of like outsiders mm-hmm. and how hard it is for him and all the shit he has to go through and how much harder he has to try to prove himself even to these other people that you know really rely on him for things and even though he can't not be killed and right, be super and awesome at everything he does it's 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 very much like a a mercenary hero mashup kind of story but it's told from the human perspective and I really like that like, cool. There's a lot of stuff in the story that I absolutely love. Remender is one of my favorite current writers. So if you ever get a chance to check that out, I can't recommend it highly enough. Right on. Um, but let's move on. Sure. We got some mind melters for this week. Here are some terrible questions based on this week's theme. This is mind melters. Question number one, books or comic books? You can only choose one. Books. Comic books. I think I go with comic books as well, but it's a hard choice. Uh, I know Andy lives. I like pictures. I know, I know. Some <laughs> books have those too. Illustrated books do. It's great, yeah. great yeah. illustrated classics. Yeah, I love those things. <laughs> I think we all read those when we were kids, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Bernstein Bears. Bernstein. <laughs> no. We're not going nope. there again. All right. Uh, question two: Worst character ever. Worst character ever written, or like ever in a comic book? Yeah. Oh man. Fred Christ, Transmetropolitan. <laughs> Douchiest guy ever. But he's written to be that. Like, he succeeds at being what he's written to be. Oh, yeah, yeah. But he's still the worst character ever. I When I when I think of the worst character, I think of somebody that fails to live up to what they're created to be and, like, really hurts or hinders the storylines they're a part of. I don't really think of them as, like, fulfilling their purpose just being an asshole. Because there's a lot of, like, asshole characters out there. Right. I think that he's the biggest asshole character, and that's where I'm going with the question. Okay. <laughs> George? Uh, I'm probably going to go with uh, Guy Gardner. Oh, what a douche. <laughs> uh, he's also a douchey character. Yeah. And not only is he a douchey character, he does nothing to expand on uh, Green Lanterns. I just don't like the character at all. He does nothing to uh, to make Green Lanterns seem cooler or make them seem like they're... 
I don't know. He's just he's the rogue Green Lantern. Like he wants to do everything by himself. He doesn't want to be part of the organization. He doesn't want to be part of the team. He's also the one that switches back and forth sides. Like he's the only yeah, one who actually to, becomes like a he, Red Lantern at some point yeah, because he, he has so to be much a good anger. Guy, and then he then he's not, and then he, he pretends to be a good guy again when he's tired of being a bad guy. I think he's just very complex. I, mean, I don't know if he's complex. the worst character ever. Yeah, complex. Let's let's call him douchey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I I really I mean that's the first thing I could think of though. Had I Fair thought enough. about it, Fair I'm pretty sure I could probably come up with a better answer. Fair enough. Uh, for me, I'm going to go with a recent character, actually. Spider-Gwen. Dude, I was going to guess that for you. Uh, God. When she was first introduced in like the Spider-Verse crossover, she was really well done. And the world that she lived in was such an interesting mirror of the, Mar- the main Marvel Universe. Like you had things like the fact that the Punisher was the head of Shield oh, and cool. things like that. I mean, there was like I never read that stuff. Really cool like changes to the world. Um, but as she's become more of a mainstream character in Marvel, because she now exists in the main world, God, she just sucked the life out of every fucking book she's a part of. Now hate, she's Gwenpool. I can't stand her. Like I, I stopped reading Marvel almost entirely because of Spider Gwen. Wow. Like I, I have. Hmm. have no desire to read Marvel anymore and I'm almost positive Spider-Gwen killed it. <laughs> and like, I'm a Marvel kid. I grew up reading Marvel. I've always right. loved it. So I really don't have a hate for a character like that right now. Yeah. Worst character ever. Worst. Pretty sure. Uh, question three. Favorite bat-themed gadget that has not been invented yet? That has not been invented yet. Yes. So okay. you, because the, always the answer is shark repellent. Right. Is so the, if, if you were going to create answer. a bat-themed item that doesn't exist, what would it be? Um, Jeez. It would be like an item where it scratches an itch that I didn't know I had. The bat itcher scratcher? Yeah, the bat the bat <laughs> itcher scratcher thingamabobber. The bat back scratcher? <laughs> the bat scratcher. <laughs> okay. Uh yeah, Andy. <laughs> the bat permanent marker eraser. I bet you that exists. That sounds Find like something it. cheesy from from the sixties version. That wouldn't I surprise mean, me. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me, but at the same time, it would surprise me because it's very, very narrow scope there. You've got to have a permanent marker marked that you have to get off, but can't. Okay. All right. (laughs) But you always have a scratch the itch, and that's where the bat scratcher would come in handy. I don't have an itch to scratch right now. Yet. I'm not feeling itchy. Yet. I mean, yeah, yet. That's all I'm saying. But I also don't have any permanent marker marks yet. That you need to erase. Oh, yeah, yeah. The ones that I have, I want to keep. Right. Um, bat Viagra? That doesn't exist already? Um, like, when you take it, not only do you get priapism, but you turn into Batman. <laughs> turn into Adam West Batman? <laughs> Start doing that weird dance that he did? <laughs> it makes you do the bat tootsie. <laughs> 100% effective. <laughs> I think that's just called ecstasy, I think is what it's called. <laughs> It's well, bat tixie. It sounds like ecstasy. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Uh, that does it for Mind Melters. <laughs> Let's move on to this week's A Couple of Casseroles. How many casseroles we got on this ship anyhow? Yo! I knew it. I'm surrounded by casseroles. Andy, who's your casserole of the week? So we had uh, an excursion to Kroger the other day, and this has pissed me off enough that I'm still going to talk about it. Y'all are going to Kroger a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was a woman... Yelling at her three-year-old child about how they weren't shopping fast enough because she kept turning the wrong direction. But she was also giving the child directions. And she was like, turn right here. The child turns right. Did you 
Do you, you don't remember this at all? I don't remember this, no. Oh, yeah. She gave the child bad directions and then was upset with the child for not knowing left from right. So the lady's parenting is the casserole. Yeah. Well, the lady's the casserole for yelling at a five-year-old, three-year-old, five-year-old, I don't know. All children are the same age. <laughs> a young child. Young child for not knowing left from right when the child knew left from right and mom was wrong. That reminds me of a, this isn't a casserole from this week, but this is a casserole, a lifetime casserole. There's this guy at work that I absolutely hate. When I first started in my job, uh, we had to do these like classes. We had to we'd take classes to get oriented and shit like that. And there's this guy that I got partnered with for this exercise where you're supposed to sit back to back and then one of you describes a picture that you're looking at to the person on the other side of you and they have to draw what you are describing. It's like there's a sun in the top left corner and there's some balloons in the top right corner and there's grass and there's a building on the left-hand side. So I'm describing everything and... Was that the drawing? It's something like that. I turn around, I look at the picture this kid has drawn. It's a dog humping a cat. And he does not know his left from right. He doesn't know up from... And this is like some guy in his 30s. I'm like, how do you make it to 30 years old and not know your left from your right? Maybe he just gets confused easily. He doesn't know his damn left from his right. Like, it's it's That would be confusing. Like, and he he hands it to me and I'm like, this is nothing the same. I looked at him. I was like, do you not know your left from your right? And he he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, you told me this. And I was like, I did not tell you this. <laughs> and like, I don't know why I got so mad. Cause like, did you hurt his feelings? It wasn't uh, probably, it wasn't for a grade or anything, but I hope I shamed him a little <laughs> bit because it really pissed me off. And every time I see him in the, like in the hallways passing now, he always like looks down and looks away from me. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. You better look away. <laughs> don't you look him in the eyes. <laughs> so yeah, lifetime casserole. Like if you don't know your left from your right by the time you're in your thirties, like there's no hope for it's you. It's very simple. Just put your hands up, and the one that makes the L is your left. I mean, I know people that have to do that still, but like they could still do that. Like he could have done that, and I wouldn't have judged him for it. Well, maybe a little bit, but like at least then the paper would have looked right. Instead, we looked like we were idiots and didn't know what the hell we were talking about. I don't like being made to look a fool. It's okay. It could have been worse. It could have been worse. Right. Yeah. Uh, so my cast of the week is going to be somebody from a movie theater. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we know how much people love to hear about that in drivers. Right. Um, God, I really didn't run into anyone that annoyed the shit out of me, uh, recently. Uh, what I'm, okay. I'll say this. Uh, my casserole of the week will probably be the target cartwheel app. It never works. Never works it when never I never works. It never works when I want it to. It works when I'm home. Yes, it never works in the store. It never works in the store. <laughs> I want to get a coupon to get like ten or fifteen percent off of whatever, and when I'm ready to use it, it never fucking it sits loads. There with the little thing spinning for fucking hours. Right, and then it decides <laughs> to start working as soon as I get home. I'm like, where the fuck were you an hour ago? It's like the most useless good app ever. It's it's the best app, but it's never works. No, when you need it to. I completely feel you on that. So one, that's man. my that's my casserole. Yeah, I actually have one more. All right. Andy just reminded me of that other guy, and I felt like I had to get it out of my system. Um, so this past weekend, Heather's school. Uh, she's she's an orchestra teacher. My wife Heather. Uh, they had a uh, performance. They went to this uh, fundraising event for like you know underprivileged kids and stuff like that. It was like an art thing art and uh, literature. So like the people that were there speaking were mostly writers and artists. It was actually kind of cool. Uh, but the kids from the middle school performed. And then afterwards we took them all to CC's as you do. Oh, CC feces is what it well, I haven't had called. CC's in a long, long time. Not since I was like in college. I used to eat all the time. It's not that bad. It's pretty bad. It's pretty, it's bad. his favorite. Uh, well, there's no such thing as a bad pizza to Justin. I, is the yeah. Thing. I really Except do. ones with vegetables or ones with glass in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
To be fair, both of these seem accurate to me. <laughs> that's bad pizza to everyone. <laughs> like, who ordered the uh, pepperoni and glass? No one. No one ordered that. Sometimes you just order extra glass. <laughs> you need more fiber and blood. But, but you guys have both been to CC's before, right? Unfortunately, and, yes. And you know, if you want like your own pizza, you want like a specialty pizza. When you're standing in line at the buffet, you can say, "Hey, I'd like to get a large pepperoni," or "Hey, I'd like to get you know the taco pizza," or whatever, whatever. Yeah. And they'll bring you the whole pizza to your table. Uh huh. So I'm here with like 30 kids, and I'm like, okay, these kids are going to be touching all the pizzas, like. This piece of mine, bitch, is basically I, like, what you're I, I want to. one for myself. So <laughs> I, I'm, wait, I'm waiting for somebody to come by, and the manager walks by. And I said, excuse me, I'd like to order a pizza. And she's, what? And I said, well, I wanted to order a, a pizza. You guys still do that, right? Because it's been a long-ass time. She goes, oh. And she rolled her eyes at me. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. And she goes, yeah, we do that. What do you want? And I was like, uh, I just want a, pepper, like a large pepperoni. And she goes, you didn't need it, did we you? don't do larges. For these things, it's like if you want one of these, you get like a personal size one. Do you still want it? Sure. And I was like, uh, I guess. And she's like, fine. And then she like writes out the little you know receipt or whatever, and like slams the thing on the table, and then walks away and like doesn't even say anything else to me. And she, I, she like spit all over that pizza. Probably I, I didn't need it. Oh, I wouldn't have eaten it uh, either. But I just, they brought me like this tiny little like four slice kids pizza. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is... Because like, well, I used to go to CC's and I'd be like... I think that's still a thing. You still can order a pizza. I, I but, thought so too. It's like it's not unreasonable. Yeah. Like, uh, I think you just have to do it at the buffet line though. You have to that's order what I, That's where I was. Oh, never mind. She was so incensed that I asked her for that and I was just like, fuck this bitch. <laughs> I was so mad. <laughs> too and bad you left could, the entire pizza there? The little one, yeah. Yeah. I, like I, face down? I, not face down. Oh. I just... I put all the other trash on top of it, but... <laughs> like, this pizza's trash, bitch. <laughs> that was really annoying. No reason to be cinnamon a buns though. Are, oh, are the, I, the, I ate way too many. I was so sick. It's basically icing and butter. I was so. That's sick. all it yeah. really is. But it was delicious going down. Yeah, so, yeah. And that's it for a couple of casseroles. <laughs> Let's move on to this week's consumption. Consumption. George, what have you been consuming this week? Uh, I am watching this new TV show uh, called Taboo. It's uh, on the FX channel with, with Tom, uh, Hardy? Tom Hardy. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet, but I have it. I I'm uh, about five episodes in. Yeah? It's really good. I've been hearing good things. Uh, so it's like this weird uh, supernatural story. Well, it's not really supernatural-ish, but it has supernatural elements in it. And uh, it's this guy who has come from Africa. His father died. And uh, he's now taken over his father's estate. And his father happens to own this small country near Washington, near Vancouver. In Washington, near Vancouver, and it's okay. like a little island, and uh, the Americans want it, and the British want it, and the British want it because it's a straight trade route to China, and the Americans want it because the British want it, and so, and it's, it becomes like this weird political thriller at the same time, it's a weird supernatural thriller, because Tom Hardy's real mom is like an Indian, like a Native American, Okay, and uh, yeah, it's a pretty cool show, I like it a lot. The, fir- the first episode was a little rough to get into because I literally had no idea what was going on until the last five minutes because they explained everything. Right. And then episode two and three, it just kind of hooked me and been watching it since. Cool. What about you, Andy? Uh, well, I decided to finally start watching the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> like, I I ever? This is your first time watching it? Uh, I have seen the first one before, but everything else, no, not Extended really. cuts, though, right? You're watching extended cuts? No, no. 
Then you're not really watching the movies then. <laughs> hey, hey. I think it's, each gr- one I think it's hilarious that we have like long. a movie elitist and we have a guy who's like never seen anything on the show. This is like my favorite thing ever. Each one's three hours long. I'm not going to get No, them. the extended cuts are the proper cut of the movie and they're four hours each. Yeah, I know. There's intermission? There's a break in between the movies? Yeah. It's called when I get tired of it and I hit eject. <laughs> Well, I feel like I need popcorn. Peter Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) I need some popcorn. So, did you watch all three movies already? No, I've watched the first one. Oh, just Fellowship of the Ring. I watched an hour and a half of Fellowship, and I fell asleep. I'll come back to it. (laughs) Uh, The extended cut's much better, in my opinion, at least in Fellowship. Is Uh, it because it's longer and no one's seen it, so you get to be elite? No, there's a lot more details that wasn't in the theatrical cut. Like maybe things that are in the books that I've probably read? Probably, yes. (laughs) Actually, I'm not so much worried about. Is Tom Bombadil in it? Who? You get out. <laughs> he knows exactly. Look at that shit-eating grin. He knows exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yes. He. No. No? Maybe. You have to watch I hope it. you get diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> I hope on the ride home tonight, you're just like, oh, I shouldn't have had that second chili cheese burrito, and then it just comes out of you like a geyser. You know that? I don't eat chili cheese burritos, but okay. <laughs> You stop at Taco Bell and you get two. I get okay. I'll do, I'll be sure to do that just because Andy told me to. Uh, so I've been con- I've been consuming uh, Legion. Oh, on right FX. on. Yeah, I've been watching that too. Um, I was, I'm a little behind on it because I've I've been so freaking busy. I haven't had time. I've to only watch watched two episodes. I watched the first two episodes. Yeah, really, really digging what they're doing with it. Yeah, um, but you know a lot about the character, though. I do know a lot about the character, and I'm a fan. You know, I've I've liked Legion for a long time, so uh, I I like where they're heading with the story. I think it's pretty divergent from what that's they also did in on the fx comics. as well right man fx is killing it yeah they're mm-hmm. doing pretty good for once it's been a while yeah since well i mean it's always sunny's on there as well so uh, yeah and simpsons those are comedies though we're, we're talking dramas right it's, it's a little harder for them to do good dramas so uh to clarify this character is uh xavier's son right yes but in the show i don't think they're going to acknowledge it maybe they're not going that route i'm not sure I'd be weird if they like show Professor X by a different guy. Yeah, I, I, I think he doesn't really know his history in the show. I think he doesn't really know much about himself, and he's trying to figure it out. Right. I think it's kind of obvious what the twist of the show is, uh, especially if you read the comics. But uh, it's being handled very well, and I, like visually, it's a stunning show. They're doing some really cool shit with his powers. Yeah. So I'm I'm enjoying it a lot. Yeah, that part where he flips the table and everyone goes flying everywhere. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool. Pretty cool. So if you haven't checked out Legion, highly recommend. Uh, let's move on to tell us something nutty, and this time it is Andy. Oh crap! What do I do here? <laughs> <laughs> no seriously, putting peanut butter all over your face. Uh, weird story about comic books. It doesn't have sure. to be weird. It just let's see. The first time I read a comic book. It was at the back of one of those, uh, you know, the the stands that they used to have at stores, and the comic books would be in it. Comic book stand, like the spinning comic book stand. Yeah, like the spinner racks. Yeah, yeah, the spinner yeah. racks. Yeah, thank you, thank you. All right, so there was a uh, an adult comic book at the back of a spinner rack. Right on. Which one? Uh, I have no idea. Man, I was three. Okay. Yeah. So I'm a three year old, and I'm looking at it. And I'm like, oh, there's pretty pictures. Look at that, mommy boobs yeah why are they so big <laughs> you put that up you put that up right now <laughs> <laughs> and thus began andy's path to, <laughs> to being a degenerate <laughs> here i am now 30 years later still, still have, trying still to have find that comic, that comic book <laughs> oh you're still trying to find it <laughs> yeah i don't even i don't even remember it i just remember being told that this is what i did 
And apparently it was super awkward for my mother because, I don't know, maybe she thought people were judging her. Because you were reading a nudie book. Yeah, my guess is that it went on a lot longer than my mom lets on. He's probably just holding it open with like a vacant stare, just like, ooh. Like, what? I've <laughs> like seen the meaning of life There's in like a book. There's like drool like running down his <laughs> I mean, there's a possibility that we... Uh, it's like have... that scene from Harry Potter where he gets the right wand and the, the light shines down and the wind blows his hair and everything. <laughs> and he's like three. <laughs> <laughs> it's the exact same thing, but he's looking at a nudie comic. <laughs> I mean, that, that seems like a good origin story for me, so I'll go with it. <laughs> I, that, I always assumed that was your origin story. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, man? What was your first time you read a comic? Oh, man, the first time I read a comic, I don't even think I remember... Uh, I know I bought a bunch at a garage sale because I like I had friends that read them and I thought they were cool, but I didn't own any. Um, I remember I used to have to beg my parents to take me to the comic book store, and I would like save up my money. I'd cut people's yards, I'd wash people's cars, and uh, just beg and beg. And then I remember like the few times my I got my dad to take me, and I'd walk in and I'd just be like, I wouldn't be able to pay attention because it was like overstimulated. Right. You know, you walk in and there's like a million cool things. Like, I'd kill to have that experience again. Because I'm sure I walk into comic book stores now and I'm like, man, this sucks. <laughs> like, <I'm, laughs> I don't need to go to that, that section of the store. I'm so, What's that smell? I'm so jaded. But like, you know, <laughs> with the the enthusiasm of a kid, somebody that's reading it for the first time and like, you know, hasn't read 20,000 comics like I have. Doesn't know. own the entire run of Archie. Yeah. You walk in and it's just like, I remember those moments. Right. You know, because they were so unique and so, like, exciting. Um, I do have some funny comic book related stories I could tell. Sure. Um, my old show, Comical Podcast, I like to tell this story because it's a fun story about our first interview. Uh, our very first face to face interview with anybody was with Lou Ferrigno. Oh. <laughs> um, we were supposed to do an interview with the comic book men, uh, Mike and Ming, but they were running a little bit behind. So the coordinator for the convention that we were at, uh, which is Comic Palooza here in Houston, um, they were like, would you like to talk to Lou Ferrigno? And of course we were like, absolutely. <laughs> so Lou Ferrigno comes over and sits down across from us. And my former co-host and I are both kind of like, you know, daunted a little bit. Cause I mean, cause it's Lou Ferrigno, the freaking incredible Hulk sitting across from us. Yeah. And we're like, Mr. Ferrigno, it's so nice to meet you. And we're shaking his hand and, and he's so soft spoken and just such a nice guy. And we sit down and he grabs our microphone. And it's not pointed at his mouth. And he's like, how do you move this? And he just breaks our microphone, like just breaks it in half. And he's like, oh, shit, did I break that? And we're like, oh, don't worry about it. It's fine. (laughs) So he did the whole interview with like a broken microphone, just like hanging loosely. (laughs) Did the audio come out okay? Yeah, it came out fine. It came out great. Um, But I mean, what, what better story is there than the Hulk broke my microphone? There you go. Hulk smashed. And Hulk then smashed. Uh, we, we did do the interview with Mike and Ming, and they came over, and there was this flimsy microphone, and they were like, what happened here? The, <laughs> the, Hulk, like, the Hulk came by. Yeah. Yeah. So that's He always, wasn't happy with one of our questions. That's always a fun story. <laughs> what about you? You got a you got an early memory of uh, getting into comic books? Uh, man, my, my earliest memory of getting into comic books was uh, the X-Men TV show just came out, and all the kids in school were talking about it, and I had no idea what they were talking about. And uh, I wanted to know more about X-Men. And uh, there was like, well, there are these comic books. You don't know about these damn comic books? And I was like, the only comic books I had were like Walt Disney, Mickey Mouse, and Donald Duck and Uncle Scrooge comics. Mm-hmm. And so I went to my first comic book store, and then I asked the dude, like, hey, uh, I want to get some X-Men comics. And he's like, oh, you don't want to read X-Men. X-Men was like pff, stupid this year. You want to read this, kid. And he gives me like Batman and all the like the current like Batman when he has like a... Uh, 
like his suit was really like uh, roided out and stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it was like early like 90- Shadow of the Bat, Asriel kind of stuff. Yeah, like '94 Batman. Yeah, and, nipple Batman, nipple huh? bat suit. Batman? Yeah, it was like really weird looking Batman back in the '90s. And uh, so that was like my first experience. I had a, a comic book elitist telling me what to read, and that's how I read Dark Knight Returns. And did you read the extended cut? No, I didn't. <laughs> They're about an hour longer, but. <laughs> and then uh, ever since then, I've been reading comics and uh, I've been enjoying them. Yeah, me too. I mean, I've, I've always had a passion for it. I remember I used to go to the mall near our house and I would go to KB Toys because they had those spinner racks and they oh, used yeah. to sell like I remember that. Uh, four packs of Is comics. KB Toys still around? I'm not sure. They used to sell those four packs of comics, like they're really cheap. Yeah, yeah. And they were always so shitty. It was like indie comics before indie comics were any kind of good. And uh, lots of small name companies, and every once in a while I get like a Batman or an X Men, and I love those. I remember X Force was like the first, yeah, big name book that I got, and uh, I was just like Cable, so cool, Deadpool, so cool. Like Deadpool was really the first character that I latched onto and fell in love with, and it was because of one of those X Force books that happened to be in the back of one of those random spinner rack. You were a hipster before it was hipster, is what you're saying. I've been a fan <laughs> of Deadpool ever since the first time I laid eyes on him. So um, everyone else is just pretending. Well. It's what happens. You know, the movie comes out, and then all of a sudden he gets a bunch of new fans. Which and, is not bad. It's yeah. good. I don't really have a funny, super funny story, other than, like, I had a comic book elitist, elitist tell me what to read and not to read. That's which, okay. I, which I think is kind of funny in its own way. It kind of is, because, like, your life could be completely different if you had gone with X-Men instead of Batman. Right. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, I probably would end up being more of a Marvel kid growing up than a DC that's kid. That's definitely something that would be different. Yeah. You know? Like, uh, I was a Marvel kid, because that's what was usually stuffed in those bags. I did read Marvel books. Uh, I just read more DC. and I was really into Superman growing up. Uh, they told some really good Superman stories in the 90s. I remember I when Death of Superman... Death of Superman when it came out in the trade. Dude, that was so cool I when I was a kid. begged my mom to buy me a copy when we were at Walmart or something, <laughs> and they had it on the shelf, and I was just... I read that book cover to cover a hundred times. Yeah, it's pretty great. I have my first copy. Yeah, it's, mine's worn out. Like, it's in bad shape because I've read it so much. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, lo- I love comics. I always have, except for Spider-Gwen. Fuck her. So, <laughs> let's move on to this week's Hot Fudge. You want the Hot Fudge? What do you got for us, George? All right, so uh, keeping in uh, in vein of uh, comic books, I thought it would be interesting to talk about the first ever DC Comics and Marvel Comics collaboration. Uh, it is when they came together to make the Marvelous Wizard of Oz in 1975, based off of the MGM movie. Huh. That's the first time they got together, and they made a comic. What prompted it? I have no idea. Oh. I tried clicking onto the article, uh, but uh, it's a special collector's issue. It was uh, ordered by MGM to make it, and that's all the uh, news said. It was probably something where each different company owns some of the character rights. Marvel so, owns some of the Wizard of Oz, and DC owns some of the... <laughs> that's probably what happened. They probably got in a bidding war biting up, buying up the characters, and then when it was time to make a comic book version of it, they were forced to work together. Probably. Or the money was right to make them work together. I just thought that was interesting, because uh, when I first th- when I think of DC and Marvel collaborating, it's the... Uh, Amalgam is the uh, The what-if scenarios. Like, what if, like, mm. uh, yeah, yeah. the Hulk and... Uh, who the Hulk? <laughs> it was the what-if stories. I forgot yeah. what they were really called. No, I know what you're talking about. Did you ever read the Amalgam books, though, from the 90s? Maybe. It was like Marvel and DC got together and created versions of their own characters within the other universe. Like Wolverine was like Dark Wolf or yeah, something. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, I did read some of those. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, those were pretty fun. Yeah, they weren't all great, but some of them were pretty fun. Right. Um, they were at least kind of a, a interesting look at what the characters would be like. And uh, again, I just thought it was interesting that they chose Wizard of Oz. Yeah. So there Spider-Man you go. Spider Man was a great Toto. 
Sure was. Spider pig. Spider, spider pig. Spider pig. And then the cowardly... Uh, spider ham, actually. Sorry. Spider ham. <laughs> That's his real name. Yes. Yeah. Well, unless you're in Simpsons, then it's spider pig. Sure. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to this week's Ask the Nuts. It is time to ask the nuts. It's a bit nutty. So we got quite a few questions. Question one. If you could wipe any comic book from existence, what book would it be and why? What you go first? You you have a. Uh, I would eradicate the fuck out of Spider Gwen. Just <laughs> puke, gone. <laughs> Marvel is still an excellent place to be, and I would be still enjoying Marvel comics. Oh uh, man, that's real easy for me. Yeah, that's a giveaway for you though. Almost. You I could, mean, you could have come up with something a little bit more deep cut than that, right? I'm sure I can. Uh, let me think about it. Why don't you go ahead? Okay. A book that I would totally eradicate. Um, all those fucking My Little Pony comics. <laughs> we don't need any of those, right? We can get rid of all those. I'll allow it. Sure, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know if there's a like a comic that doesn't deserve to be. We're gonna get a bunch of hate mail from Bronies. <laughs> and uh, like, I really hate Superman, but I think that he still needs to exist. So I guess Archie. Fuck Archie. I've never been the biggest fan of Archie either. Like, I read some of them when I was a kid, but... That's kind of deep cut, though, man. Like, a lot of people grew up reading reading Archie. Yeah. Yeah, fuck Archie. Yeah, okay. Back to me, huh? Um, <laughs> you know what? There's been so many, in the last few years, reboots and continuity changes and yeah. major events. And really, most of them have sucked. Like, yeah. they've started out really well and just fallen apart. And then as soon as they start falling apart, they're like, oh, better hit the reboot button again. And that's what they do <laughs> kinda, over and over again. Uh, a la uh, Marvel Convergence. Yeah, well, Mar- like Marvel Civil War is a perfect example. Like Civil War 3 or whatever. Civil War 2. It started okay, and then it fell apart at the end. I mean, every single one. Infinity did the same thing. Um, even like the X-Men crossover with like the future and the present X-Men like fell apart. Like There's not been a single crossover event in anything Marvel or anything DC that's been well handled in a long time. DC is kind of doing it right right now with the rebirth. Kind of? Um, well, there's some things that aren't great, but in general, I'd say it's doing pretty well. Like, I like most of the rebirth stuff, and they haven't let it fall apart yet, and they're probably about halfway through okay. where they're at right now. Uh, Marvel, though, really needs, needs to, like, eradicate everything they did from, like, the year 2000 on. Wow. And just go back to the time that was happening before then and just continue those storylines instead of trying to change the world and change who's involved in the world. So and basically anything, the Marvel now banner from, well, even before then, er- everything after civil war one has pretty much sucked. <laughs> okay. Like there's some, been some standalone series that have been great and there's been some mini series that have been excellent, but the crossovers are just terrible. And they, they have been for so long and it sucks. Cause like, I love Marvel, but I'm just, I'm not happy with where they've been. It's okay. You're a fan. You can hate them. Yeah. <laughs> That's your mantra, right? <laughs> Anyways, let's move on. Uh, next question. If you could have sex with any comic book character, who would it be? Uh, Jessica Rabbit. Interesting. Easy. Because, you know, I loved Roger Rabbit growing up and... And want to fuck his wife. Yeah. And, uh, you know, got a lot of weird boners watching that movie, so... I, I mean, it's... She, she's not bad. She's just drawn that way, man. It's hard to argue with that. Yeah, come back to me. <laughs> Psylocke. Andy? <laughs> you were quick to answer that one. She's hot, too. Uh, when I was a kid, there, there, I did read X-Men comics, and there was one particular issue where uh, it was like the Jean Grey, Psylocke, Cyclops love triangle thing. Wow. There was this scene where, where Betsy Braddock comes out of the... Uh, 
comes out of the shower with like nothing but a towel on. And, and that's I don't, when he hit puberty. <laughs> and then he's, it was around then, because <laughs> that that image stuck in my brain for thirty something years. So his voice changed one <laughs> octave lower that day. <laughs> uh, I've always thought Psylocke was the most attractive female comic book it's, character. It's the bandana that does it. It right? might be the bandana or those like thigh high things she wears. With yeah, the, yeah. I don't know. She has the same uh, like costume as Electra a little bit though, if you think about it. But it's something about the purple okay. that does it for me. The purplish blue more so than the red. What about you, Andy? Uh, I guess Batman. <laughs> Adam West Batman. <laughs> yes, uh, that's that's good. <laughs> Batgirl? I mean sure. I don't remember what she goes by after she got crippled. Barbara Gordon? Barbara Gordon. Didn't she The Oracle? She, yeah, yeah, there we go. Thank you. Uh yeah. Okay. Yeah, Barbara Gordon. All right. All right. Before and after. Especially when she's in the wheelchair, right? I mean, she won't be in the wheelchair, but she can't run, so... <laughs> she can't say no to me forever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> she's gonna need some uh, some bat pepper spray <laughs> to take care of Andy. <laughs> Batman's gonna kill me. <laughs> uh, let's see. Next question. What is your comic book holy grail? And for those of you who don't know who a, what a holy grail is, it's like the one thing that you would love to have more than anything else. The one thing that would make your collection complete... Like shark repellent? Yeah. Um, if I guess, if that's what you're after. I think that's pretty easy to get a hold of, though. Uh, I'm not a uh, huge comic book collector. I have comics uh, in my collection that are important to me or that I've just kind of uh, cured throughout the years. Mm-hmm. Not, but, not something you have, something you would want to yeah, have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think, like, what in my collection I would want to fulfill. You know what would be really great would be, ha- would be to have the original first print of Ninja Turtles, black and white. Uh, I have the the reprint, like the first reprint when they did it back in two thousand. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it would be really awesome to have like the original black and white first copy. I can see that. Yeah. I, I know what a huge turtles fan you are, so yeah. like that makes sense to me for for you. What about you, Andy? Uh, well, I'm not really a collector. I'm more just a reader, so I don't really need to to have it because after I've read it, I know it. But I guess probably like those early Iron Mans where he's got that really bad drinking problem and I mean Demon in a bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I'm just saying how many If I had a billion dollars, I'd be this guy. <laughs> how many characters from that time frame had that big of a problem and were dealt with that openly with it? Not many. No. Yeah. I, I mean, mean there were a few that had it, but not many that dealt with it that openly. Like that's that's all awesome. Batman had that's, problems. Batman has a lot of problems. <laughs> I mean, yeah. There, are, there, there are ways you can phrase Batman's thing that make him just sound like a total freak. Well, he's nuts, is what it is. But he's, you know, he's a good nuts. He's a good kind of nuts. Yeah, yeah. He's the kind of nuts you want. Not um, like, not like poisonous cashews. <laughs> not poison nuts. Um, let's see. For me, uh, I mentioned before what an X Men fan I am. I think uh, a good quality condition. X-Men number one would be it for me. I used to own Avengers number one. Wow. Uh, I was forced to sell it at some point, but uh, X-Men has always been the central comic book series for me, the one that I love the most. Um, all of my favorite characters are mutants, you know, or, or interact with them on a regular basis. And, I mean, Deadpool is very heavily drawn from the X-Force and X-Men universe. Um, I, I definitely think X-Men number one. That would be my holy grail. And it's it's hard to find a good quality copy that is affordable. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, next question. What are your thoughts on Image Comics book Chew? Have you so, read Chew? Uh, I've read a few issues of Chew. Have I, you read Chew, Andy? Okay, so Chew is about this detective that can eat 
parts of people and then sort of see their memories. See their memories. Um, everybody in the Chu universe has food-related powers. powers. It's kind of like if One Piece met food, <laughs> sort of. So the main detective, you know, he he eats people and figures out things about their their murder or their death or whatever, and then tracks them down and tries to figure out who killed them. I think the concept is really cool. Um, the few issues that I read, uh, I thought they were pretty good. I unfortunately never started from the beginning, so I wasn't really invested to keep re- keep on reading the whole series or the whole run. Uh, I knew it was supposed to be a movie at one point or a TV show, and it just never happened or hasn't happened yet. But it was supposed to be like a the Asian guy who played like the the ghost capturer from Lost. I can't oh, remember. Yeah, uh, I can't remember his name. But he was originally. I, yeah, I know who you're talking about. I can't yeah, he was originally attached uh, to play the main character from Chu. Honestly, I, I think the series is a, is a cool idea, and some of the issues have been fun. Like most of the stuff that dealt with Poyo is pretty fun. But it's not my favorite series. Like, it doesn't keep my interest the way that some things do. Uh, I gave it a fair shot, I think, though. But towards the end, it really all started falling apart for me. And, like, for the last 10 issues or so, I just I couldn't maintain interest in it. So after Poyo died, I was kind of like, eh. Like, he was the comedic relief. And once he was gone, it just felt sort of bland and heartless gotcha. to me. Uh, Andy has no opinion on this. How much of a person do you have to eat? Just a just a piece. Just a piece. Well, I mean, you're saying just a piece, but if a piece is like the size of my pinky, just a or... just a thigh, yeah, <laughs> just a, just a bite, <laughs> just a tip, just a tip, man, just a All tip. Because right. I mean, it, like if if it's too little that you need to eat, like what's the threshold? Because if it's too little, then you're just like, oh, I've tasted somebody else's dead skin cell that's floating around. Like that guy over there has really bad. Well, it's not like you can just lick the skin. He has to, he like has to actually he has to actually it. ingest them because it it, okay. it affects him once it gets in their stomach. You know. Okay. All right. Yeah, that sounds really creepy and weird. Would it, this it be is. a power you'd be interested in, Andy? Uh, as much as you like cannibalism. I mean, yeah, but you could solve crimes by eating dead people. Is one of the questions later on like what superpower would we have? Because I don't want to spoil by choosing. No, but we can ask. We can talk about that. All right. Um, all right. I would not choose this, no. <laughs> That's a hard pass on cannibalism to remember things. Okay. Yeah, there, there are better powers, I believe. But since you want to know, what, what would be your superpower if you could choose one? Control over other people's bodily functions. That's very specific. His name, the brown note. Yeah. I mean, wait. The diarrhea man. <laughs> Years ago, I was asked this question, and I've stuck with it ever since then. But if I could like look at someone and go, yep, you're going to shit yourself right now. Or, you know, you're watching a uh, political debate and you give one side raging orgasms. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a humorous power. Yeah. Like, you can have a lot of fun with it, but it doesn't really benefit you in the long run. Well, that... I mean, it incapacitates them. For, it can like, incapacitate people, sure. Yeah. yeah I mean, and make sure. gross them out. Yeah. Let's say Bill Gates is... A, or, well, you know, the late Steve Jobs is getting ready to talk about Apple... And you make it look like he's just had a stroke because you're short-selling Apple? That worked. That benefits me. That's true. It's just in how you use it. Well, I think that's true with every power. I mean, most... Great power comes with great... I mean, unless your power is like, you know, growing fingernails like super fast (laughs) or something. There are some, you know, fairly useless powers as well, but... I mean, it's... It's it's like a medium power range kind of thing. The reality is that anyone with power on par with, say, Wolverine is going to completely skew the world how how long until a wolverine takes over the world if he's the only superpower you get something subtle 
something that's not overwhelming. They're not going to make a comic book. I'm going to make a comic You're book. <laughs> <laughs> There's your idea. Diarrhea, man. <laughs> I still think Mr. Brown Note's the best name. Yeah, that's a pretty good name. Yeah. I like it. What about you, George? Uh, my answer's uh, always been, uh, it's always tied between two. Uh, it could either be teleportation, like Night uh, Nightcrawler, or it would be Superman. So, everything or just one. <laughs> All right. So, Nightcrawler, it always, they talk about him going through like a brimstone dimension or something, right? Yes. Yes. That's hell. You have to walk through hell to teleport. I'm just saying, wouldn't it be better just to walk normal? <laughs> well, it's an instant for him, though. Yeah, but I'm willing to bet that while you're in hell, it's not an instant. They don't call it. It's not really hell. It's just an, an alternate dimension that's horrible. <laughs> it's it's hell. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, if you've got the choice between... But it's like, if you ever seen that, uh, if you ever read that book Jumper or seen the movie Jumper? Nope. Uh, I think you know I haven't. It's on our list. We talked about that before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's around the that kind of that type of teleportations. The what I would use it for, where I can look at it. Uh, tele- teleportation is a reasonable power, but like with Superman, you you really only get to pick one power. So, what, yeah. what of Superman's powers would you want? Invulnerability, flight, laser X-ray eyes, vision. <laughs> no one, George. <laughs> uh, probably invulnerability. It's a good one. Yeah, where you just can't get hurt and. Live forever kind of deal. That's a good one. Uh, for me, it would definitely be a telepathy. A Jean uh, Grey kind of type. I'd like to be able to know what everybody's thinking at any given That's time. That's a dangerous thing to have, though. It is, yeah. but you can, like, it's just like what Andy said. You can use it however you want to use it, so. Right. But then you have to always have to, like, do the pretend, like, like uh, they're thinking bad about me, but I can't acknowledge that they're thinking bad about me kind of deal. No, I don't think you do. No? I think that you can You can just be off. a dick all the time. No, I think that you could probably play it off as, I mean, either you're there's there's a there's a meme on Facebook that I've seen many many times, a Professor X, and it says uh, if I actually had telepathy as a power, this is how I would use it, and it's just him saying Wolverine, bring me a cheese pizza, like <laughs> that's what I would use it for. I would just get people to do to do shit for Give me. Give me thing. everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, like <laughs> free pizza delivery anytime you want, like. That's, that's making, a hell of a power. making someone else pay for it. That's a hell of a power. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a simple man, okay? <laughs> and then you can like uh, make everyone think that you look differently, so you're really thin, thinner than you really are. And well, so I could really just like gorge myself on pizza and be 800 pounds, but have everybody think I look like I'm, you know, 150 or something. Yeah, like you're a supermodel. Well, fuck that. You could have everyone carry you. <laughs> I never want to walk. Carry me. <laughs> it's gonna be like uh, what's his name in 300. <laughs> I get a big dice, and they're like, follow, carry me on that shit. You're a just and rightful king. Yes. <laughs> Probably not. No. no. I'd be a, a horrible, horrible tyrant. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that, you got to find something to abuse and not just invulnerability. What? Yeah, I, I'm going after yours. <laughs> oh, like, because of Superman? Well, I really, I'd be more likely teleportation. I've had to pick just one. Yeah. Teleportation, you can do practically anything. Yeah. I mean, it's it's hard to argue with it. I'm pretty sure, though, if you had invulnerability, they would end up just, like, dropping you in molten lead or something and but, sealing it. I mean, that's how Wolverine gets killed, technically. Spoiler alert. You were never going to read it. <laughs> Actually, they, they coat him in adamantium, and he hardens into, like, a statuesque thing that right. he can't escape from. Yeah. yeah. Until, really they, until they find a way to get him out of it when they need it. 
He'll come back. I don't know. If, actually, I don't know if he has come back. I stopped reading Marvel because of fucking Spider Gwen. So, <laughs> I got kind of pissed off at the death of Wolverine because I thought that was, that was kind of a cop out. It's ending. like everything else. It started out really cool, like leading up to it when Wolverine was winding down. Like yeah, they made it seem like he was losing his power. Countdown to the death of Wolverine was great. Yeah, the Wolverine's storyline with the other people that had been imbued that. with his powers was great. Death of Wolverine started pretty cool, and then it fell apart at the fucking end because Marvel can't close stories. <laughs> Well, because they need to keep them around because they want to bring them back. Can't they just hit reboot like they always do? I guess they could. They D- could always didn't bring they them already back. reboot Marvel twice, three times, probably. Yeah, and now like we have old man Logan back, but not that Wolverine. <laughs> so like time travel, I guess. <laughs> there, yeah, there's no way they can't bring him back, and they won't bring him back at some point. But like, why bother? That's my point. Didn't they have one of the alternatives where uh, where Wolverine's power like basically gave him horrible, horrible cancer, but he couldn't die? That's that's basically Deadpool. <laughs> Yeah. Oh no, I mean like horribly disfiguring cancer but without the the claws or anything. That's Deadpool. That's why he wears the costume. I... Like his healing factor went overboard and the cancer is because of the healing factor. Yeah, that's Deadpool. And it's like all over oh, I hate he's, never, he's never read Deadpool. He's, yeah, yeah. I've read Deadpool. Not very much of it and it's not Deadpool because it was a one of and it had a bunch of uh, people and I'm going to google it. Okay, let's move on. Uh, (laughs) Next question. If you could swap one for one any Marvel and DC character, who would you swap for who and why? So I'm swapping one Marvel character for a DC character. Like they're switching universes? Yes. I would switch The Thing and, uh, oh man, uh, the guy, uh, the dragon dude, the medieval dragon dude in the DC story. God, what the hell is his name? He was in a movie recently. He's a knight and he could turn into a dragon. Like a dragon demon. The demon? Is that what he's called? I don't know his name. He's not a dragon. He's the well, demon. He has a dragon gill face. No, he's, looking. he looks more like Dagon than anything. He's he's called the demon. All right. Well, I was switching with... In, in Intrigan is his real name, right? Whatever. Yes, okay. Merlin created. Yes, or, that's that's it's him. It's yeah, yeah, the so demon. I would switch the thing and those two switch places. Okay. Because I just think it would be funny because he's going to have this uh, old English demon dude... With the other Fantastic Four. That could be cool. That would be funny to see. That would be funny. And yeah. then Ben in a medieval world. Yeah, he would not do well there <laughs> at all. <laughs> That's an interesting switch, at least. I don't know if that's the one I would make, but it's it's pretty interesting. It would be funny is, is the reason I picked it. Yeah. What about you, Andy? Uh, Probably Wolverine for Superman. Wow, that really like imbalances Marvel. Yeah. Because you, yeah. like, you got like Hyperion and, and the Sentry and Superman there's a lot of like god level superheroes in in Marvel now. Yeah. Let okay. them fight it out. And Wolverine's just like, "Where am I? What's going on? What? <laughs> what do you want with me, Batman?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then he kills Batman. <laughs> yeah. Um that is what I was talking about. I'm not crazy. I've never seen that before. Crazy? Ruins. Garth Ennis. I've never read that. Yeah. Mm, no say. <laughs> I would definitely put Batman into Marvel somewhere. Um, Technically that already exists though with Moon Knight, right? No, because Moon Knight is crazy. Moon Knight has and Batman isn't not the same way. Moon Knight has schizophrenia. He has four personalities that live inside of him, and you never know what you're going to get. And none of them are the same level of detective that Batman is. Okay, yeah. Uh, I think Batman being in the Marvel universe would fix a lot of the problems the Marvel universe has because he would realize the timeline's broken. He would realize that there's all these alternate dimensions that are feeding into there, and he would find ways to close those portals and fucking kick Spider Gwen out. And then he would become God. No, there's there's because he became God in DC for a little bit. No, he became a god when he rode on uh, the god chair, whatever right. whatever it's called, during the Dark Side War. But 
all of them became gods. So it wasn't really just him. Like even Lex Luthor became a god. It doesn't matter. Uh, as far as like moving somebody from Marvel to DC, I think I'd like to send somebody like Spider-Man because he's so lighthearted and funny. Yeah. And the DC's sorely lacking in so, like, yeah, they like fun to, characters. <laughs> they like to keep it brooding and dark. Yeah. So I think a fun character should go over there and then somebody like Batman who could actually make a difference in the Marvel Universe should come over. So that'd be like a fun swap. Yeah. That'd be cool to see. Yeah. It'd be uh, cool to see Batman and Spider-Man work together. That'd be an interesting team up for yeah, sure. That'd be fun to see. Uh, next question. Do you think there's a market for adult themed comics still? Yes. Andy. <laughs> yes. And it's me. Fair enough. Uh, I think there's always going to be a market for it. I don't know if right. you'll see it on the newsstands like constantly, like you did back in they the early nineties. They would have that, uh, the that black bag black thing. background or the black thing yeah. where you can't see anything. I mean, I guess you could do that still. I mean, there's always going to be a they market. They did that with, uh, sex criminals and that's not even that that adult themed like inside some of the books it's it looks pretty bad yeah, i mean it like yeah you occasionally see naked people and stuff but it's jokey it's not like erotic there's sex scenes in those books but they're not like super extreme clo- they're not like hd porn or anything no no it's <laughs> well i mean it's cartoon porn but it's you know it's a lot of it is alluded to and not actually like vulgar okay like we're talking like vulgar adult comics which yes there's a market for them uh, I'm sure there are plenty of people out there that are lonely and will read them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and he's one of them. <laughs> uh, but I don't think the general public is ever going to be like ready for them. Nipples. Ready for them. Yeah. yeah. Cool World tried that one time. Nipples? No, the movie. Cool World. Oh, with, yeah. With Brad Pitt. You've seen that? Yes. Oh, it's a movie Andy's seen. Cool it. World. <laughs> Not Back to the Future. Cool World. <laughs> Hey, I watched it last year. Oh, wow. Uh, Recently, too. Shit, man. I can't even tell you the last time I saw that movie. It was like seven or eight years ago for me. I saw it on VHS and thinking it was the coolest thing ever. (laughs) I I have a feeling, though, if I watched it now, it's not as good as I remember it. It's not very good at all. No. No. Uh, Our last question for Ask the Nuts. What comic book character do you most identify with and why? Uh, It's pretty easy for me. uh, Spider-Man. Because you shoot web? Yep. Out of my out of my junk, I shoot web. I shot you scream. I shot web every time. <laughs> I'm shooting my web. Uh, no, uh, well, because he deals with like real life problems, like everybody else does. He has bills to pay, and he has a life to balance amongst trying to be a hero, and uh, it's very relatable. And uh, plus, he's very quick with the one liners and tries to be funny and lighthearted. And I feel like I'm that way sometimes. Yeah, I can agree with that. And. Uh, if it's not Spider-Man, uh, probably um, I w- I'd want to say an all-star Superman because he was very uh, gentle and always trying to help people, even if it was hurting him in a way. Yeah, self-sacrificing. Self-sacri- self-sacrificing type. Just trying to make yourself look good on the podcast. It's exactly what it is, guys. <laughs> this is it. This is me coming out saying I'm awesome and I, I do everything for everyone else. I've got uh, the humility of Superman. <laughs> <laughs> Also, most of his other good traits and qualities. Some, some of his good traits. <laughs> uh, what, what about you, Andy? Invulnerability. I mean... <laughs> Ass face. <laughs> Ass McGee. I already said, I, I like Iron Man because he, he definitely has the most... Uh, Human realist- problems? It, yeah. Yeah, I mean... yeah. Spider- Too much money. <laughs> so much money. <laughs> Drinking problems. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm really a billionaire inventor, so I really associate myself with him. Cassidy from Preacher, because I'm also an Irish uh, vampire. You're yeah. Irish? No. 
<laughs> just a vampire. Come on. Oh, okay. Keep up. Arse <laughs> face. I'm yeah, arse face. Arse face. I knew I, it. I could see that. I knew it. Ass face with a beard is what yeah. it is. Yeah. 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 Uh, big surprise. Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say uh, bullseye, but yeah, um, sure. The face gives it away. You know... I, like I like Deadpool's humor. I always have. Uh, he's definitely one of the characters that was most influential in developing my humor as a kid because I read a lot of his comics. Um, I can really relate to the human side that they've developed a lot more because he cares so intently about everybody he knows and he wants to protect his quote-unquote family. And he goes to extreme lengths to do that a lot of the time. Um, Deadpool's really a good guy. Like He's a good character that has good motivations and wants to protect people. He has good intentions. <laughs> he has very good intentions. Doesn't go Not always the, right the best at executing them, which I can totally relate with because I make bad decisions all the time about how to make things happen. And every once in a while, he's swayed by the money and does the wrong thing. And that's totally me too. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, Deadpool for sure. Right on. Yeah. So Not shocked. Not shocked at all. No. no. So that does it for this week's Ask the Nuts. I hope everybody's enjoyed our comic book themed episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or Google Play. And if you like the show, please leave us a five-star review. The more ratings we get, the more likely we are for people to find us. Tell your friends about it. Please tell your friends. Uh, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash mindfudgecomedy. On Twitter, I am at comicaljc. Uh, I'm at George Tripsis. That's on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, also, be sure to check out our comic book, Speak No Evil, on Comixology and at our website, Grey Bear Comics, G-R-A-Y, Grey Bear Comics. Yes, and uh, issue two is out now, so... Go pick up a copy. Pick it up. Check us out. We're also going to be at a few shows coming up very soon. We're going to be at Comic Palooza here in Houston, and we're going to be at AggieCon very soon. Yeah. And uh, the Kickstarter for issue number three of our comic is beginning on March 17th. So if you haven't read it yet, this is a good opportunity to pitch in and pick up all three issues at once. Uh, we're doing a special director's cut edition of issue number one. Uh, we're really proud of the changes we've made. We've got a whole new cover, all kinds of new shit we're adding in. It's about an hour um, longer. It's about an hour longer. It's the extended, yeah, the extended cut. version. Man, we should really call uh, it extended cut. <laughs> <laughs> That's the episode title. <laughs> uh, yeah, so check it out. Support our Kickstarter if you can. And uh, also, follow Andy. Oh, yeah. At Princess Sophia SU. And that's Sophia with an F. The extended cut. And I have cut. a website. Yeah, check out his website, which is jonesaw.com. Extended cut. Uh, which your book Backslash should be your book cut. should be available on your website pretty soon, I'd imagine, right? Uh, hopefully by the time this airs. Yeah, so check it out, and uh, we'll we'll put up a sample chapter on uh, on Mindfudge's website. So if you want to go and read a sample chapter of Andy's thing, kind of to see if you like it, we'll put up the shortest of my stories. Yeah, some yeah. something for you guys to read to yeah. see if it's your type of story, and then you can go pick it up if you like it. And uh, that's pretty much it, guys. So uh, keep on being heroes, and uh, we will see you next week. Bye.